Good morning, ladies and gents. Welcome back to this week's Practical Life Coaching episode of the PLC Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here, right? Welcome back. So this week, I thought I would give you guys a little bit of insight into my top five performing habits, right? The ones that I've taken the most time to nurture and get to the point where they are strategically strategically organized into my life, to which I enables me to perform at my optimum levels. And hopefully if you guys can learn to integrate these habits into your own life, you will notice uh, a massive difference, right? So without any, without any further ado, let's jump right in. All right then. So my well, let's. Which way should we do it? Should we work up to it or down to them to the top performing ones? I think we'll go down, right? So my my number five, the top performing habit that I have made such a massive um, priority and also made massive progress in this area of my life by implementing this habit. It is literally it's literally changed my life, right? And I'll tell you a little a quick story, right? I was actually. I was going through a stage quite a while back where I just I was not getting any sleep whatsoever, and I was talking to the the wonderful ladies and gents in my accountability group, right? And they were a bit like, "Man, you need to sort yourself you need to sort yourself out and get more sleep, right? It is massively important." But at the time, I was getting a shitload of fire calls and things during the night, and I just wasn't I just was not prioritizing sleep, right? So one of them, awesome people, actually sent me a book, right? It's actually called Why We Sleep by Matthew something. I'll put the link in the, the bio or the description so you guys can get it if you want. And I read this book, right, on why we sleep and the importance of it um, and what actually what actually means when we don't get enough sleep and what our body does, right? And I soon learned that you, you, you can't catch up on sleep, right? Once you've had the opportunity, you know, it's not like you can regain it by having an extra eight hours the next night. Like once you've lost the opportunity, that's it. The damage is already done to, to our body, right? So by reading this book, it, it blew my mind. And I realized straight away that, you know, I needed to, to change my sleeping pattern, right? And I learned that I wasn't actually giving myself enough sleep opportunity, right? To go to bed. I was going to bed, and then hoping I'd drop straight off. But the reality of it was, you know, I'd go to bed and, I'm, and I'd still be up for another hour, hour and a half, you know, on yeah, so on social media or reading or something like that, you know. So when I integrated the number five habit into my life, which was getting quality sleep, when I integrated that into my life, right, and gave myself the, the right amount of sleep opportunity, going to bed earlier, taking my sleeping routines seriously, man did that change it changed my life it literally did i'm not just saying that you know just to make up a podcast episode literally when you prioritize your sleep you feel a 10 times better b you feel like you've got a shed load more energy and c it just opens up your mind and to the the creativity the little cove of creativity you have inside your mind and it explodes because you can think clearer and you can you can just be you, right? You don't have to wake up and then do what I was doing and shoving like, you know, two espressos down your throat before you go to work and you'd get to work and one of the guys at work would have the kettle on the go all the day and you're just continuously pumping yourself with caffeine and other, you know, terrible stimulants. If, you, if you're if you're um, like a Red Bull drinker or you have those, um, what they call like the Barocca things or Pro Plus, you know, so many people I know, they are on them every single day. And I can tell you now, 
that is that is not a great way <laughs> to go about living your daily existence. It is doing your body so much damage. And it's easily solvable, right? Just plan to get yourself or your body the sleep it needs. Simple as that. Just go to bed earlier and, you know, get the eight hours or or whatever, you know, your body needs. Everyone's different, right? Some people might only need six hours. Some people might might need nine hours. You know, you've got to work it out for yourself and work out your optimum sleeping needs. So that is habit number five. Let's jump on to the next one. All right then, so number four, right? Number four for me, the habit number four is getting adequate self-development time booked in weekly, right? Plan what it is that you are going to look at or carry out doing on a weekly basis, right? Book in massive chunks of time, or not not even massive chunks of time, right? That's, that's, a, that's a very, very, very big statement. You know, if you're just starting off, off banging in a couple of hours a week, right? You could do like, you know, you could do three hours uh, across a week, right? Just to take time out of your week, get rid of all of the hustle and bustle that's going on, you know, all of the all of the things that consume us on a weekly basis and just take time for yourself, right? To to get out of that, that cluttered head fuck zone, as I'd call it, and just take time for you, right? Read a book, learn a new skill, learn a language, you know, go online and do an online course. Like these are all things I do, right? Um, and, and integrate into my life on a, on a daily basis, right? Because when it when it when you do it daily, um, it builds consistency, right, in your life, which is always fantastic. And self discipline, right? By reading a book every day, they say. I think Jim Quick says to start off with ten minutes a day, right? Who has not got ten minutes a day to to read a book that they want to read and something that interests them? Literally, everyone has got time to do that. So, like I said, take a look at your diary, take a look at your Google Calendar, whatever, and book nice chunks of self development time to to chill out, right, and just learn something and progress um, your, your personal growth, right, in an area that you love. Now, for some people, right, um, I even put this in the, the blog post that's going out this week. For some people, personal development thinks that, you know, it's writing, it's, it's, it's indulging in a subject that, you know, it bores them to death. And for some people, right, reading might bore people to death, right? So I don't advise going to do that because you're not going to carry it out over the long term. But if you're like other people I know, right, reading does bore them to death. So what's the alternative? Well, get an audio, um, sorry, an audible subscription and listen to the books instead. If you're more of an auditory learner, right, if you're not a visual learner by reading and stuff, then, you know, go and get an audible subscription. A, it's probably going to half your time in reading a book if you did try and read a book and you didn't enjoy it, right? And it just helps your mind become a lot more creative. On the other side, you know, if if you're like an avid thinker and your mind's always going, but it's on the wrong things, then book a time slot in during your week, right? To go out for a, a long, lengthy walk with the, with you know, with on, on your own with the dog, you know, and just process all of that that random information that has no value whatsoever in your mind. Get it boxed away and just get yourself, you know, give yourself some clarity to think about the the meaningful things that you need to have your mind on, right? Rather than the, the daily crap at work, you know, you know, the emails, the text, the phone calls you've got to return, forget all that. Just take time in your week for yourself, right? I know it sounds selfish, you know, and if, you, if, you, if you're not doing it with a wife and kids, and all that, but you can make time for them as well, you know, but in order for us to be of most value to other people, 
right? We've got to we've got to get our shit together ourselves because if we don't do that, then we're just gonna be <laughs> we're just gonna be a bag of nerves at the end of the day with you know just regurgitating the same crap that you know we were spitting out in high school because we haven't we haven't bothered to self develop ourselves right and grow as a unique individual with you know all of the the abundance of value that we have locked away inside of us with the things that we're interested with. And we can't go and, you know, send our message to the world about those sort of things, right? And the things that we love that we're passionate about. So that's number four. Let's jump down to number three. All right, then. So number three, um, time management. All right, this is, you know, this, we're starting to ramp this up now. So time management for me is key right? We've got to have our shit together when it comes to time management because so many people's, and I, I use an example here, right? So many people's calendars that I've seen, okay, it is literally a collage of events, tasks, notifications, um, you name it, it's in there, right? And it's just, I've never seen anything like it. It's like a rainbow, right? And I'm like, right, okay, you know, and they're saying, oh, I've just got no time for anything. And I'm like, okay, so what what are we going to do about that and they look at me with a the blind face because they don't see any sort of any way around it and i said to the, the the one thing i always say is right so what out of all of that wonderful rainbow you've got as a calendar there is a must what is what is valuable uh, you know what value will you get from any of that and a lot of them you know that, that a lot of the people that i coach they it, there's no value in any of it it's all just it's all just meaningless crap that you know, evolves from from their work that they don't like. You know, returning emails, phone calls. Uh, you know, just, just all sorts, all sorts of ridiculous things. Right, right. Well, why, why are you prioritizing that? Why is that such a you know a big thing that you must do on a daily basis? You know, and I just find with so many people they prioritize the wrong things in life, and and they they're giving themselves so much time to do the quickest of tasks, if that makes sense, because they're not managing their time. Um, in the most efficient way right for me things are simple and I admit I don't have a massively um, chaotic life if you will you know I go to work I do my do my do my eight hours at work nine hours whatever sort of shift them on I come home and then I crack on with all of my PLC stuff my self-development my learning you know so I I know what I'm going to be doing you know because I block my time and I manage my time but I guess one of, them, the, one of the main things I noticed when I took control of my, my time management, right, was when I was blocking the chunks off for the different activities um, in my calendar and what I was going to be doing and not, because I see if you don't do this, right, and you don't have, you don't have a plan, you don't have things you need to do on a daily basis, you, you, like your day is your own, right? But what you, you often find is, is that, your day just goes like a blink of a, you know, it goes like that, click of the fingers, you know, because you haven't structured it and therefore your, your day is just passed by in a blink of an eye. Um, but when you make a conscious effort, you don't sit there all day scrolling on Facebook to the bottom of the feed, you're not on Instagram, you're not reviewing crazy crap on YouTube, you know, because you know, right, I've got eight hours now of free time. I'm going to do this, this, and this today. You've broken it down. You know what you're going to be doing first. You know what you've got materials you've got to have, what you've got to look at, what you're going to learn. You know it because you've taken the time to manage your time. You know, people who don't do it, they, they achieve very little. And that, that's very, very evident. Like if you look at some of your most productive days this week, um, and I will say it if you've had any at all, okay, if you look at your most productive day, 
it's because there was a plan. There was something that had to be done and you followed it through, right? But if you've got a day off, like I have today, some people, they won't wake up till, you know, half nine, 10, maybe even 11. They'll be on Facebook scrolling, right, for an hour before they even know it. They'll get up, have a bit of breakfast, have a shower, you know, get dressed. By that time, it's probably half 12, one o'clock. You know, the majority of their day is, is done, right? And then sadly, because people don't block their time off and manage it, the, the rest of the day, they might just sit there on Netflix and chill it. And it baffles me why you would want to waste your most valuable asset, which is time, doing stuff that isn't adding value to you, which then you can go and share to other people, right? It's insane. And I, I've, I don't, I've never understood it. Since the day I started the program that I'm in now and started my own PLC stuff and learning to become a much more um, efficient human being, I, I just don't, yeah, it, it baffles me. And hopefully, hopefully it baffles you too because you understand the importance and the value of your time um, because you can't, you literally can't put a value on it. It's crazy. Um, so managing time, all right, I'll, uh, sorry, I went out slightly off, off, the, off the run there, but yeah, block your time off, guys, right? Know exactly what you're doing daily. And I don't say that to the point where it's like a bloody military regime, right? Everybody's got to have flexibility, okay? Because I fully understand stuff crops up, okay? I could be making this podcast now and have a fire call and that, and that, and that puts it, uh, you know, on the back burner and then for the rest of the day, okay? But, you know, we have to be flexible because, because shit changes like that. And, you know, we have to adapt to the, the new environments we find ourselves in when something goes wrong. So, like I said, look at integrating a better time management system into your life. I recommend the app Todoist. Again, I will put the link in the, uh, the description of this podcast. Fantastic free app to help you, um, like, label all the tasks that you've got to do the following day or on the day and then categorize them on the importance um, of which they need to be done at. Fantastic app. So let's jump to number two all right number two so hopefully this one is going to resonate with so many of you because it's all about what i do right as a life coach and what hopefully i've inspired so many of you guys and gals to do with your years right and this is this habit number two is goal planning right god almighty i've made this such a Ah, such a high priority in my life, right? Because I know, I know sure as shit, if I don't do it and I don't plan the goals I want to achieve year on year, I'd simply just don't achieve them, right? If it's just a nice idea in my head that's swirling around and every day it comes into my mind, I think, oh yeah, that'd be cracking. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Do you know what it is? It's a nice idea, right? And that—that that is far as it'll ever go. And I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, right? I have a lot of them. I always, when I'm, when I'm in like deep in thought at work or something like that, I'm thinking, oh, you know, that might be great to do, or this would be fantastic. If I don't ever then take the time to plan them, right, and break them down into actionable steps, I won't do it. Simple as that. But I guess the reason why I wouldn't do them, and this is, I'm, I'm not making any excuses here whatsoever, because the reasoning is this. If I don't then go on to plan it, it's obviously not, I haven't got a big enough why behind doing it. So therefore, if, if the why isn't there and it's not big enough, I'm not going to follow it through. Simple as that. Human behavior. If there isn't a big enough reasoning and force behind you doing something, i.e. when people start a new diet and they say, oh, and then you know, New Year's Eve, I want to lose, I want to lose some weight this year. That's great. That is a nice idea right there. Unless they've got a reason behind why they want to do it and it is big enough, that it's going to carry them through the entire journey, they won't do it. 
right? And that's not me, me being negative. I've seen it time and time again, right? We have to have a big enough why. So unless that is big enough, you will not complete the goal. But that's why we work, right? Because we work together because we find that we, if we don't have the instant, ah, uh, you know, this is why I want to do it and it's big enough, we just look to find one, okay? That's all you need to do. You just need to ask yourself a better question to find yourself the biggest why you can to go and complete a goal, right? To break it down and achieve what it is that you want to set out to do. That's all it is. You know, some people some people look at me and say, well, why, why would you say I'm not going to achieve it? I'm like, I'm not saying you can't achieve any goal you want in your life, period. You can literally go and do anything you want. However, the difference between not having a, a why at all and having the biggest why ever is going to be whether you achieve it. And it's very, very simple, right? You know, anybody can have the longest slog ever to go and achieve a goal, but it won't be fun. You'd be miserable. And by the time you achieve it, you probably won't want it anyway, right? Because the why wasn't there. But whenever you've got the why, okay, and you are you are motivated to high hell, right? You are one inspired guy or girl right now, and you know exactly what you are going after, right? If you, uh, do you know what? This is, I hope hopefully isn't going to be sexist or anything like that, because that is not my my way of trying to portray this, this, this vision that I, well, not even vision, what I've seen. And it is this, right? When you have a, have a woman, right? And they say, they say, they come to me and they say, right, I, I want to lose weight, right? That's what I want to do. I'm struggling. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just not make, making any progress. When you can dig deep inside a client's, right? And find out what it is that they want to, you know, why they want to lose the weight they've got and they're not happy. God damn, they are, I've never seen anything like it. They are literally unstoppable and it's phenomenal. When a girl wants to lose weight or, or a woman wants to lose weight and you you erupt that, that why within them, oh my God, it is inspirational to watch. That's all I say. It's phenomenal. But on the flip side, with guys, right, I find that we get a lot more distracted. We find a great why, we're motivated, we're like, ah, you know, beast mode and we, we hit the gym and then... Something happens uh, a couple of months later, you know, we go in the pub with the, with the, with the, with the boys and have, have a couple of tubs of ice cream. And then they come back to me and go, ah, oh, um, yeah, so, so this happened and um, I haven't achieved what we set out to do. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So why not? And we normally find that they haven't chose a big enough why. But with, with you know, with the, the ladies, right, the female genre, they are, they are a different breed. And I love, I love working with them because, like I said, when you can... When you can when you can get into that that cove of you know their reasoning their why and the value they've got inside of them they oh, when it comes to goals they destroy them and it's fantastic to watch. So right with the last one that is my top performing habit. Let's jump into number one. Well, that'd be number one, wouldn't it? Let's jump into number one. All right then, ladies and gents. So number one, my my best high performing habit and. Hopefully you won't see this one on a cop-out, right? Because I honestly, since I started applying this one in, in my life, it's, it really did make me question everything and, every, sorry, everything and everyone around me and what they, were, what they were saying to me, right? And their motivations behind what they were telling me. <clears throat> and it is this, okay? It's a very, very simple one. Everyone can apply it to their lives from as soon as they've listened to this podcast episode. And it is this, and I'm going to say it in full, it is to stop giving a fuck about what anyone else thinks and says about your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, and what you are doing with your time in your life. That is it. And the reason why I have built the foundations in my life so deep with this habit is because, unfortunately, right, 
people will always try and talk you out of doing what you want to do with your time in your life because there is a part of us in our animal brain, right? And I don't care what everyone says they haven't got it because I know they've got it because we're all built the same, right? And it is this. When we see sometimes our friends, right, um, or our pals or our accountability partners or or whatever, right, leaving us behind, leaving us in the dust, right, because they're they're just they're romping life and they're just they are just smashing their goals. There's a little part of our animal animal brain, some bigger than others, where we go, shit, I don't like this. They're leaving me behind. I, I don't like this. And they begin their motivations then begin to sort of turn a little bit, right, and they're not always as sort of inspiring as and helpful right seeing other people's progress right because they feel left behind and unfortunately this is a, a reflection right of our inner sort of regrets the things we regret we had wish that we wish we had done right and, and gone after ourselves but we didn't because of we made excuses or whatever it might be and in some ways right we can become resentful um when people leave us behind but that just depends on the perspective you have and your, and, your, and your motivations right but that links back into why we just shouldn't give a fuck about anyone else says okay and i don't care what anyone else says when you apply this to your life right and don't get me wrong you know some people they will be giving you critical feedback and it is constructive right and i don't mean go and dismiss that at all because that is a valuable tool there that you can use to help grow and, you know, uh, and use to your advantage, right, to leverage, to make yourself better. Um, but on the, on the fly with, you know, maybe the people you work with or some friends and family that aren't particularly behind you on your new venture and what, what it is that you want to achieve with your life when you speak about the goals that you want to achieve, they'll, they'll, they'll say all sorts of shit, right? And it probably won't be very helpful. It won't have any value. And it's those sort of comments that you just you know don't react <laughs> don't react to them just just chill them off and then just just know right that that is that's potentially the standpoint that person is taking towards your new life right and you probably shouldn't probably shouldn't spend much more time with them until they just accept this is who you are now and the goals that you want to go and achieve and if they can't do that they're not worth your time right and they're certainly you're certainly not worth listening to and avoid uh, you know their opinions all right so, and we all know opinions are like assholes, right? Everyone's got one. So unless they're of value, substantial value, that is going to help you um, jump another hurdle, you know, rank up to, to a better version of yourself, don't worry about it. Just to, just to chin it off. There is no point wasting your time, right? Um, taking on, on board the opinions of other people that are just resentful of where you are in life and, you know, rising or lowering to their levels, right? It's definitely not worth it. So that is habit number one, my top performing habit. I've become so much more happier, right? And, well, I, you know I don't like the word happiness, right? I've become so much more fulfilled in myself when I've when people have sort of had a had a stab at me and gone oh well you know you've become a life coach what the hell's all that about you know sort of thing and I'm just like yeah great so you still work a nine to five you know you're still really pissed with your job you don't like it and here I am making a positive difference in the world and the people that I surround which one are you going to choose you know <laughs> you just have to chin it off there is no point there is no point doing it guys so don't so there we are ladies and gents that is are my top five performing habits integrate which ones you wish hopefully you'll try and do all of them if you want any help sort of integrating some of the bigger ones into your own life you know like the time management stuff just link out to me you know i'm only a message away and i'll help you i'll freely help you sort out your life it's all good and i'm not a guru
Just remember that. I'm a normal human being just like you. So, ladies and gents, that is this week's episode of the Practical Life Coaching Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and got some value from it. Just remember to like, share, comment on it, you know, put it on your own social media feeds. Spread this, right, to your friends and family. Hopefully, they'll get some value from it, right? And we can just grow the tribe because that is what you're in now. You are in the PLC tribe. So, have a great Thursday and enjoy the rest of your day. Be who you want to be. It's Lucas at PLC and I will see you on the other side.